0: Hello, everyone. Zach here from the Carnival of Randomness on behalf of our sponsor, Upsitnik and Associates. In these unprecedented times, we reflect on our future, both in the next few weeks and months, but also the upcoming years and decades. And it's time to prepare for that future. Upsitnik and Associates has been contacted by many healthcare workers, as well as old and new clients, to prepare wills, powers of attorney, and advance directives, also called a living will. All of you need these documents, so don't say you don't have any assets to speak of, no children or other dependents. Regardless of the circumstances now, you will need a will for today and tomorrow. Al Upsetnik feels so strongly about having wills and other needed documents prepared that Upsetnik and Associates can prepare your will, power of attorney, and living will at no charge, you heard that correct, no charge until the end of 2020. No hidden fees or gimmicks. Al feels so strongly about planning for the future at this time that he is willing to assist you with your future. Trust Opsitnik & Associates, attorneys for 42 years, from the Supreme Court to Alaska and everywhere in between. You can find them online, OpsitniksLaw.com, on Facebook, Opsitnik & Associates, or call them toll-free 1-866-391-3299 to prepare for your future. Hello everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the Carnival of Randomness. I am Zach, and as I sit here, it's almost Thanksgiving here in the United States. And as it's looking, there might be a possible another shutdown coming in the near future. So what I thought would be, look back at a previous episode we did right at the beginning of this whole thing when Cousin Opie joined us and we discussed uh, some quarantine television Stuff that we had been watching, we're going to be watching to kind of pass our time during this inevitable period of isolation. So, what I thought was, I'm going to start to take a look at a series, what I call, movies I watched so you don't have to. Now, you can watch some of these if you want to, but I figured I would take the bullet and watch some of them. Granted, it wasn't just for this purpose. I do have a weird passion to find some of the more not good science fiction movies and watch them just to see because as I have made a point before and how I've always felt is there is a difference between a good movie and an entertaining movie. And unfortunately, a lot of these movies sometimes don't fall into either category. Uh, So let's take a look. I'm only going to focus on what This episode is going to be focusing on the Versus movies. So, the one example, just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, is the old chestnut Cowboys vs. Aliens. Not going to talk about that one because it was a big budget, and the one thing you're going to discover through this process is the titles are very accurate as to what they are. Cowboys vs. Aliens was indeed... A movie about Cowboys versus Aliens And if I remember correctly I think it had Daniel Craig in it And that's another thing about some of these movies Mostly that hit the sci-fi channel A lot of them have Names that we all know Can't You may not necessarily call them huge names But they're names that we all know For various things So I went through, I found a list of ones Some I've seen Actually most I've seen, some I've blocked out and one or two I actually haven't seen but I do have access to find to watch. So the first one I came up with was and this is a very apt title, Airplane versus Volcano. Came out 2014. One of the big the big star in this is Dean Cain. And the gist of it is as you can probably tell from the title airplane versus volcano except it's volcanoes and airplane is flying and becomes entrapped in a ring of erupting volcanoes don't know how a ring of the entire ring of volcanoes erupted at once but they seem to be doing so and they have to figure out a way to land the plane without flying through massive erupting spouts of lava so, Airplane versus, versus Volcano, if you can find that one, it's a film, and that's pretty much as much as I can say about a lot of these. Moving down the list, uh, cont- but continuing on with the natural disaster type thing, we have Asteroid versus Earth. Also 2014, starring Tia Carrera, She of Wayne's World, and several other things, and then just kind of backed away from the limelight a little bit. But you have... Meteor shower heading for Earth. Scientists obviously must figure out a way to stop it. Old trope, but it's one that is always able to, you know, be able to go back to. Now we're starting to move into some of the more odd ones, the animal-type movies. And again, this is alphabetical order. This has nothing to do with preference, movie, in order I've seen them. This is just from a list. Uh... 2004 but without a really big name that I could spot we have boa versus python. And naturally, you know, you would think you would see that maybe in you know Blue Planet or something, but this is different because they're mutated, genetically altered boa versus python battle to the death and naturally kill a shitload of humans along the way. Uh then we have this one actually was something. It's from 2013, called Chupacabra versus the Alamo. And it stars Eric Estrada, he of Chips fame. Um, What are you going to do? You're down in Texas, you have drug cartel members who are turning up, dead, completely drained of blood, so the sheriff has to go and look, and naturally, boom, the legendary Chupacabra, a.k.a. the goat sucker or sometimes referred to as the Mexican Bigfoot. Chupacabra versus the Alamo. And naturally the Alamo, it is set in San Antonio, Texas. Off off topic thing. Several years ago I was in San Antonio for a work thing and we went and saw the Alamo and I was actually surprised at how kind of small the Alamo was and when we remarked this to each other Actually Cousin Opie was there with me And Somebody overheard us and said Yeah that's what most people say Is the fact that the Alamo is so small Compared to the stories But um, Cheap plug for San Antonio It's a nice little town The Riverwalk is very nice If you ever have a chance to go there and Just take a look at it If everything goes back to normal I say do it It's a nice little town City uh, moving on with our <laughs> fun movie list. Dino Croc vs. Super Gator. Came out in 2010. The big star in that one is David Carradine. We all know David Carradine, Kung Fu, and unfortunately his uh, unfortunate passing. But Dino Croc vs. Super Gator. A monstrous dinosaur-sized crocodile versus a gigantic alligator. Not much more really needs to be said about that one, in my opinion, but if you want, take check that one out, because it's probably 90 minutes of Shut Your Brain Off and Look at the TV. Uh, this one I actually haven't seen coming up, but it sounds interesting. From 2015, it's called Hansel versus Gretel, in which, from what I read, Gretel gets possessed, and Hansel has to raise... The courage to fight his twin sister And battle the demons residing within her Yeah I'll watch, that. I'll watch that one I probably will And then if you watch it, let me know If you watch it before I do, let me know If you survived it And talk about that uh, Moving on More genetic animals Komodo vs. Cobra Released in 2005 Not many big names that I could see And you have an island with a research station. And naturally, a lot of these movies are involving some sort of human-slash-government-slash-industrial research that for some reason inexplicably creates a giant monster. In this case, a giant cobra and a giant Komodo dragon. And this has been going on since the 50s when Ishiro Honda first came up with the idea for Godzilla. You know, the... Nuclear war created some sort of giant mutant, in their case, kaiju. And I do want to do an episode on kaiju later. And for those that don't know it, uh, if you've seen Pacific Rim, they always refer to the giant monsters as kaiju, and that comes from the Japanese word for giant monster. Uh where we go? I lost my place. No, I didn't. So, 2015 gave us Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Lake Placid, we can figure out. We've seen the Lake Placid movies. Giant Alligator. Mind you, I think filmed in Canada. Not anywhere near Lake Placid, New York. Uh, So, Giant Shark versus Giant Anaconda, 2015. This one has two names. We have starring Corin Nemec, he of Parker Lewis Can't Lose fame, and many other sci-fi movies. And also stars the great Robert Englund. For those that don't know that name, shame on you, because he is the original Freddy Krueger. Also a trained Shakespearean actor. But inexplicably, his career after um, Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street took him down the road of kind of B-grade horror movies. And he's in a ton of them. I mean, he could have an entire episode... Devoted to him, which he might in the future Lake Placid vs. Anaconda Parker Lewis and Freddy Krueger What are you going to do? It's a, <laughs> it's a movie uh, Continuing now, this one I actually remember watching it When it aired on the Sci-Fi Channel Back in 2011, a movie came out Called Megapython vs. Gatoroid Again, truth and advertising Megapython, a Gatoroid Giant Mutant Gator Uh, Because the Pythons Had come into the Everglades And were threatening the alligator population So the Gatoroid emerges to fight the Mega Python And defend his species This one is interesting because it stars two Pretty big music icons, Debbie Gibson and Tiffany In different high-rank, you know, high build roles And there was one scene Near the end of the movie, I believe it was uh, they're hiding. Tiffany and Debbie Gibson are hiding under a table As the Gatoroid is rampaging through a function And they look at each other and they say Did you hear that? I think we're alone now There doesn't seem to be anyone around I'm not making it up, it happened Or maybe I am making it up Because the movie was so awful That I had to put something in there to make it Kind of worth... Remembering, but that did happen So Somebody watch it and double check it And let me know if I'm seeing things Or if I'm just False remembering things that didn't actually happen We do know that's A thing Uh, And that's another And here we go Now we're going to launch into kind of a A series But this is weird because normally when you have Something versus something like uh, Godzilla versus King Kong Each of the individual ones had their own separate movie to let you know who they are. But in this case, I can't remember, I could be wrong, but I can't remember seeing just a sole Megashark movie, because there's Megashark Versus. There's four of them. So bear with me, because we're going to go through them all. You have Megashark, which inevitably is a Megalodon, one of the extinct giant sharks. Sorry, Shark Week. Megalodons don't exist in South Africa. They didn't sink that boat a few years ago. Stop it. Uh, we have Mega. Oh, that's the one I just read Mega Python. We have Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Came out in 2009. Debbie Gibson in another sci fi movie, but also joined by Lorenzo Lamas. And in this one, you just have generic Mega Shark, generic Giant Octopus battling it out in the ocean. For ocean supremacy. It's an old trope, but it's one that kind of works. Uh, take it up a year to 2010. You have Mega Shark vs. Crocosaurus. Again, the Megalodon is back. You know, the more I think about it, there had to have been a Mega Shark movie. Maybe it just wasn't produced as a Sci Fi Channel movie. I don't know. I'll check. I'll check and let you know at the end. But Mega Shark vs. Crocosaurus. Uh, 2010, starring Jaleel White, he of Urkel fame from Family Matters, and then launched into a pretty decent acting career after that. But you have the Megalodon versus Giant Crocodile. Dinosaur, dinosaur dinosaur-like crocodile, if you were. Then they took a four-year break with those movies, and in 2014 they released Megashark versus Shark. And this is kind of like Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. You have the the Megalodon running rampant or Godzilla running rampant, so naturally, what does the government do? Oh, they create an exact robotic replica of the creature to do battle with the creature and then somehow think that they're going to be able to control either one of them. Uh, Anyway, that was a thing. And that one stars Christopher Judge. Uh, If you don't know Christopher Judge... If you were a fan of Stargate, he was Teal'c And also did the voice of Kratos Kratos, sorry I kind of sneezed, a, almost sneezed a little bit there In the very recently released And incredibly well done uh, God of War game That came out, what, maybe two years ago uh, The final one of this one It was the following year, 2015 You have Mega Shark versus Colossus and just so you know, Colossus is spelled with a K because a new Mega Shark has returned to the scene, and somehow the Russians have awoken a monstrous doomsday robot called the Colossus who is going to go do battle with said brand new Mega Shark, and disaster and chaos will ensue naturally. All right, moving out of the Mega Shark, this time we're going strictly mythological. And this is one of the ones I actually haven't seen, but I do have. In 2012, a movie came out called Pegasus vs. Chimera, uh, starring Ray Dawn Chong. She of... I think she was in Commando, with Schwarzenegger back in the 80s, and also the daughter of the legendary Tommy Chong, of Cheech and Chong fame. This one... It's pretty self-explanatory from the title, I guess. Except there's no indication of where the Pegasus, where the Chimera came from. And for mythology fans, obviously, we know the Pegasus is the winged horse. And on the DVD cover, it looks just like, you know, your standard winged white Pegasus. And the Chimera is a fire-breathing lion that tends to have a goat head sticking out of his neck... And a snake for a tail Again Haven't seen this one yet It's lined up And if things do get shut down That could be one that gets watched at about 12.30 in the morning Just because nothing else is going on And For these final two And this is again Just the versus movies Made by or for the sci-fi channel So there's a ton more out there But I'll get to that in a minute this one is based off of the phenomena that was Sharktopus. And if you remember seeing the Sharktopus movie, geneticists spliced Shark with an octopus, and for some reason it inevitably can grow to inordinate size very quickly depending on what is required for the shot, which is interesting. Um, so this one is Sharktopus versus Terracuda. Not barracuda, terracuda, as in the genetic offspring, well, genetically spliced offspring of a pterodactyl and a barracuda. So flying barracuda versus sharktopus, yeah, naturally the terracuda was created in a lab, because that's where all strange things come from, and he escapes, he or she, we don't know what it is, it escapes to go and fight said sharktopus. Final one on this list, another Sharktopus one from 2015. Oh, by the way, Sharktopus vs. Terracuda, if I didn't say it was 2014, I didn't really see any major names in the top billing. Unlike with this one, Sharktopus vs. Whale Wolf came out the following year, 2015. This is our good buddy Sharktopus is coming back, this time to face off with a killer whale or an orca that has been spliced with wolf DNA. I'd like to say I'm making this up, but unfortunately I'm not. I kind of wish I was, because then I would have a really cushy writing job. But this one stars Casper Van Deen. You should know Casper Van Deen, Starship Troopers, and many other things. And like I say, this is just a slight wetting of the appetite to the Versus movies just on the Sci-Fi channel. Uh, there are plenty more, like I mentioned, Cowboys vs. Aliens, and then there's the more serious ones, Kramer versus Kramer. Um, I think Joe vs. the Volcano was more serious, but I'm not really that much into always being serious with movies. I do like really good serious movies. I'll sit there. I have watched in the past the... I think the middle cut of Das Boot, I think it was about 3 hours and 50 minutes. I have seen that. I have seen some of the quote-unquote great classic films. But every now and then, it's nice to go shut your brain off. Don't think about anything for, you know, 75 to 100 minutes, whatever it is. And watch, I don't even know what you could call it, but you could call it I don't even know, Perhaps it, could, depending on the movie, could be an abomination, could be a hidden gem, could be something you laugh hysterically at for hours on end and turn it into a, a fun thing with your friends, like, hey, let's see who can survive this movie and turn it into a drinking game, not advocating binge drinking by any stretch of the imagination, but we all know what happens. And that's the good thing about some of these maybe more low-budget sci-fi type movies, is that they're not designed to even attempt to win an Oscar. They're designed to be silly, they're designed to be fun, they're designed to be entertaining. Uh, Unfortunately, not all of them check all those boxes, but they've been doing it since probably the early 2000s, if not even into the late 90s, and they've been going strong since then, so you can't really argue with the success they have. I mean... Who remembers back when Shark, or not Shark to Sharknado first came out? And I think Sharknado came out in, oh God, when did it come out? I think 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. And it's something that now when you look at it, everybody that saw the title of it, whether or not you liked the movie, the fact of the matter is, nobody else came up with it. The idea of sharks being swept up by a tornado and distributed across, you know, the the populace. And that one, it's a fun series, it's completely ridiculous, some of them are even worse than the others. But the fact remains is, people were talking about it. I remember Twitter exploding after Sharknado first came out. And, and I looked it up. It aired on July 11th, 2013 on the Sci-Fi Channel. I did watch it. I was captivated by it because, again, it was... Holy God. How has nobody thought of this? And I think that's the good thing that the Sci-Fi Channel does is... They take these things that seem so obvious but nobody ever did because it seems so obvious and make it a reality. Uh, very recently there was... Zombie tidal wave Come on But that Zombie tidal wave Mind you Is for a different show I just wanted to give you guys A little taste Of some of the Versus movies Good ways to kill You know Up to An hour and twenty minutes Hour and a half Of quarantine time At the very least It'll make you laugh And shake your head And go What the hell Did I just watch And it'll get your mind Off of the situation Which really is What you want Out of a movie And I just looked it up for you guys There was no Single Mega Shark movie There was just the four film series that I read About The 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 versus ones You have Mega Shark And apparently that's all Mega Shark is Is a foil For something else So you have Giant Octopus Crocosaurus Mecha Shark Colossus And apparently Coming up in the pipeline, it's listed as TBA, so who knows if it's actually going to be made, but looking at the title, I want it to be made. Mega Shark vs. Moby Dick. I don't think anything really much more needs to be said about that. Mega Shark vs. Moby Dick. So obviously, you're going to have the infamous Moby Dick for those that have never read it or know what it is. Giant sperm whale Versus a mega shark A.K.A. a megalodon Could be something Maybe it'll come out Hey, you never know Now's the time To really start getting some of these ideas Out there for what's coming up Because people are going to want Interesting movies And a lot of movies like this You could CGI the hell out of them And I don't think anybody would really notice Uh, Interestingly Just to piggyback on that the third one, Mega Shark vs. Mecha Shark, was direct to video. All three of the others actually got released in the theater. Did not know that was a thing. Never knew Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus had a theatrical release, but apparently it did. That's frightening to me. Well, what can you do? So there you have it. Uh, short one today. I know football's coming up. So I'm excited about some football. But in any event, I just wanted to give you guys a little shot of things that you can start maybe squirreling away if in case we do get locked down again. What to do to kill some time. Watch those terrible movies. Because I guarantee you, everybody that's ever scrolled by it on a streaming service or on a list of movies, I guarantee you, you've at least paused on it To look at what, and make sure you saw what you saw. And to me, that is the ultimate goal of any movie right there, is to get people to notice it. Whether or not they watch it is one thing, but they at least will notice it and have heard of it. Uh, And I actually was uh, speaking with Cousin Opie recently, and we are going to come back. He wants to come back since, again, uh, out in Ohio where he is, they're starting to lock down as well. And we're going to do some more movie things. I know we wanted to really focus on the high point of movies, the 1980s and all the genres up there. You got this, the slasher movies, the goofy camp movies, the screwball comedies, the ski movies, the um, action, the ridiculous action movies that just flooded the 1980s. So uh, hopefully you look forward to that one. That'll be coming in a few weeks. We just got to set that up. So for now, for the carnival, I am Zach. Hopefully you're doing all right. Everybody stay cool. We got We managed to get through the first slog. Hopefully this one isn't as bad, and hopefully maybe I'm wrong, and you'll be looking at that or listening to this in about two weeks going, "No, Zach, you dumbass. We never had a lockdown, but you never know. So anyway, stay safe, stay in touch with people. Uh, Try your best to continue to keep supporting local businesses, local musicians, local artists, things like that Because now more than ever they really need our help And just stay safe, stay smart, stay listening Keep watching the TV And if anybody out there finds some interesting, weird versus movies I didn't think of Shoot me an email, uh, shoot us a message on Facebook Let me know, because if we're in here for a while, I'm going to be needing more stuff to watch. So, uh, as Thanksgiving comes up, I would like to close with some famous words from a famous man, Henry David Thoreau, who said, get this goddamn dessert cart off my foot. And basically, I defy you to tell me he didn't say that at some point. So, on that weird-ass note, I'm going to wrap this up. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Everybody be safe and reach out to your loved ones if you can't be there with them. Have a Zoom Thanksgiving or whatever and enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody.